The stretch and pitch. Swung on and popped up again. Off third. Hayes has room. Hayes makes the catch. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The New York Yankees have won the 1996 World Series. They have surmounted every challenge. They have climbed every mountain. And the New York Yankees are world champions. And they are all in a pile right on the mound. And this place is going wild. The fans, for the most part, are staying in the stands. The police are running the outfield. The police on horseback riding in from the old Yankee bullpen at right center field. And the Yankees are in a pile right on the third base side of the mound. And they are celebrating the organization's 23rd world title. More championships than any professional team in sports. Part of it, New York, New York. Well, welcome to the All-Star Break edition of the Hot Takes Corner. Joining me as always, Amos and Ray. How are you guys enjoying uh, your All-Star Break? Let's start with you, Ray. Uh, good, good. Love it. I mean, not not too happy with what my team's <laughs> doing, but the, the league's, league's exciting, like always. That's why I love the game so much. How about you, Amos? Oh, it was fantastic. It's a good week. It's a very good All week. Right. Well, I uh, had a good time, too. actually got to watch the, most of the festivities, uh, actually. It was kind of nice. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a bum, no bum segment at the uh, end of the show here, so you want to stick around for that. It's going to be a fun new feature that we have. Uh, it was the brainchild and perhaps trademark borrowed from our good friend, Count Shakula. So our, our uh, thanks to him for uh, bringing it on. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Well, we'll lead off with the hottest topic right now. That's the uh, speculated trade of Baltimore infielder Manny Machado to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, what details do we know so far from this? Uh, what are you predicting from the trade? If it is going to be a final, uh, Ray, I'll let you kind of go on that. Uh, it's go- it's going to happen, but I was reading today. Steve Phillips reported it. He was talking about it on Twitter. There was a snag because I don't know how you say his name exactly. Neil Diaz, who's like the big Dodgers outfield prospect. Yeah. Who, if you if anybody watched the futures game, you saw how good he is. Guy had two home runs in the game. I did miss that. But anyways, did you see that, Ames? That I uh, only watched a portion of it. I saw the uh, 105 mile per hour home run off the 103 mile per hour pitch. Ouch. Speak. Speaking of the, I'm just gonna. We'll get back into my child yeah. thing. Is I just want to throw a little tidbit of the futures game. Hunter Green from the Reds. He threw 19 pitches. All of them were over 100. Oh my god. Well, not 19, sorry, 19 fastballs, and everyone was over 100, <laughs> which is, I think that's insane. Tommy John surgery into this year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes you think, if his arm lasts, do we have the next guy that's going to throw harder than Raldis Chapman? More than likely. I like seeing that. Anyways, as I was saying about the Machado thing, there were ta- uh, Steve Phillips was reporting that there's a snag in it because the medical's on one of the complimentary pieces. It, it was falling through. But then I was just reading literally two seconds ago. Jerry Krasnick said the Orioles and Dodgers have worked through the final hurdles. So I'm guessing maybe uh, L.A. said they'll throw in somebody else or maybe they'll right. maybe something with the money, something like that. But it's going to happen. Machado's going to go to the yeah, Dodgers. sound like it now. What a ridiculous trade. I mean, just, <laughs> I don't know who got robbed more in this deal. I just – I mean, okay, expand on that. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I'm thinking the Dodgers totally got ripped off in this one because let's just let's 100%. face it, the Dodgers are not going to beat the Astros. They're not going to beat the Yankees this year. They're not. I mean, I'm assuming the Yankees are going to grab a pitcher at the deadline. But 
guess what? You're going to have Machado for the rest of the season, and then guess what? He's a free agent, and then you've lost some of your – I mean, who knows? These prospects probably weren't needed, but like – Oh, Yusniel Diaz is a pretty good prospect to get rid of for a rental. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's it's a very hard thing to, to fully invest in because you're going to have Machado for three months, and who knows if at yeah. even you make the playoffs, the Dodgers could collapse. I mean, you just never know. Just because you add Machado doesn't mean you're going to have a better offense. And and how is that going to work of where Machado plays in the infield? You got Seager, Muncie, Turner, Taylor, no. Bobby, Forsyth. How's that going to work? Se- Seager's out for the year. He's hurt. Oh, he is out for the year. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, yeah. T- Taylor's playing shortstop. Right ah. So Machado's going to be the yeah, shortstop. He's everyday shortstop. Gotcha. All right. That was the only other thing I was just going to scratch in my head. I'm like, how's that going to work? All right. Yeah. No, I don't remember the injury exactly, but I know Seager is done for the rest of the year. Okay. I think, ironically, it's Tommy John surgery. It might be. (laughs) You might be right. I think so. Ouch. But you know the Dodgers probably won't go after him after the season. Why not? Well, the thing is, everybody's saying Bryce Harper is the $400 million guy. I would think more of Machado is the $400 million guy. Yeah, at least he runs out every play. I don't think the Dodgers can afford him with the luxury tax, man. I mean, I know their payroll is lower this year, but the amount of money they're going to have tied up between Kershaw, Turner, Puig, Machado, no way they can afford that yeah. guy. Now, here's my prediction for Machado. He's going to finish out the year in L.A., and then he's going to go to the Phillies. Yeah, Phillies. I would say, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. I think he'll yeah. go to the Phillies. No, it'll be an interesting – free agent market uh, regardless. Uh, so, again, we had that physical uh, snagging things up, but it looks like maybe those things are, are going to Yeah, Jerry Krasnick was saying that it looks like they worked through the snag and looks like the trade. It's not official yet, but it's going to probably be announced soon, today or tomorrow. Right, and we'll see if Diaz is the new uh, Adam Jones, I guess, in Baltimore or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think he'll be fast-tracked to the main roster. Any final thoughts on that, uh, Amos? I mean, for these prospects, depending on how developed they are, you could probably see them by the September. I mean, Baltimore really can't get any worse. So you might as well trot out no. some good prospects and see what they got. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on then, and uh, we'll uh, turn the focus to this all-star break and uh, the home run contest, as I mentioned, Monday night. Uh, just you watched it, Ray, or did you watch it too, Amos? Oh, I watched it. All right. Impressions from you guys. Uh, we'll start with you, Amos. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I, I love the people that were in it. Um, I, I it was just really impressive, uh, especially Rice Hoskins. He was he was my surprise mm-hmm. of how much power and how much uh, for mm-hmm. being such a small guy. You know, I mean, yeah, he's a home run hitter, but he's not a Schwarber or a Harper. You know, I guess in compare, but uh, he, he he really impressed me, and I think everyone deserved to be in that uh, derby. I think they got it right this year. I have one. I have one minor complaint. Oh, good. It's it's. it's I, I I felt like one rule wasn't properly implemented for everybody. Yes. And so it just. Yeah, that's my argument. I, too. I thought I thought it was just me being paranoid, but then I started seeing it on Twitter and ESPN and stuff like that, and I'm just. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, it, it makes me wonder how much of a difference it could have made. You know. Well, I I counted at least four of Harper's home runs in the last round that shouldn't have counted because they threw the next pitch before the ball landed. I mean, you know, it's a home run derby. We're not supposed to care. But the thing is, if you're going to have a rule, enforce the rule. Yeah. How are you going to make it fair for everybody if if not everybody's doing the same thing? Exactly. 
Yeah, it, well, I enjoyed Schwarber and Baez. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that Schwarber, that was exciting. That twenty-one twenty round. Who hit the farthest one, by the way? I think Baez did. Was it Baez? Baez. Four hundred. I remember seventy right. something feet. Oh. Two. I think four seventy-two. Four seventy-two. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm glad everyone made it, but I knew Baez wasn't going to win it because he he's he is a home run hitter, but he's not a consistent home run hitter. Like, I mean, he just has too much going on with him, like in his batting stance and his swing and everything. He, yeah. he just mm-hmm. can't. He, he, he just wouldn't last. He wouldn't last in, in something like that. You know, along with uh, poor Jesus Aguilar, poor guy just looked like he had no timing whatsoever. Yeah, what, hap- what happened there, guys? I, I just think he, you know, it's his first time doing it, and he didn't uh-huh. have the timing. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just kind of rookie to it, so he's never done it before. People say it's like doing BP, but it's not really, though. They're throwing a bit of zip on those pitches. Yeah. I never did uh, catch two all of the guys that they selected to pitch for him. I know Bryce's dad pitched to him. I didn't pay attention to that either. All I know is the same thing. Bryce Harper's dad was pitching yeah. for him. Uh, Baez had his brother. That's uh, that's oh. the only one I'm aware of. I think Muncie had a um, – a pitching instructor, I think, but I can't recall his name. So, yeah. there is one thing I would change about the derby, though. I don't like the four minutes. I would put back the ten outs. Ten outs is better for you. And I'd not. And if you want to do shorter, you know, a shorter thing, make it five in the finals. Okay. I just I don't like the four minute thing. I, I, like you get extra time for this distance, and uh, I can buy the. I, I, I kind of like the time gig because it moved everything right along. Um, and it really puts the players, you know, it keeps on pace. Like, you can't hit a ball and then just stand out of the batter's block for like 15 And the, and the distance right. bonus is real nice. I think the distance bonus is, is kind of cool for the 30-second thing. Really makes you work for it. <laughs> but then the smaller guys that do it are never going to get it. No small guy is going to hit it 470. What is it, 460? It was, uh, and you get the extra time? 20, wasn't it? Yeah. Somewhere in the mid Yeah, I don't know. It was somewhere. But anyway, let's let's move on to the big game itself. Uh, really exciting uh, contest. What do we have in that one? Like eight or ten home runs or something? Ten. That that was that that to me was. I think this was actually one of the most exciting All Star games yeah. I watched. The fact that it's ten home runs. That was that's what was, and then the cool little tidbit that I like to add because you know my Canadian comes out here. <laughs> Did you guys see? That the the Canadian Joey Votto hit the home run off half of the on Canada's the team. Half, yeah. Canadian guy <laughs> off the Canadian team. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, shout out Canada. There's hope for him, yeah. Yeah, for well, I mean it's not official, but it's still he's never done it before. I yeah, I, I felt really bad for Votto when he dropped that fall ball of Segura and then he gets a three on Homer. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I'm just glad it went to extras, or I wouldn't even have got to see J-Hop pitch. Yeah. Now, when did Barrios pitch? I didn't. I caught. I didn't catch that. Did he, he pitch? Did he pitch? Yeah. See, that's why I, I don't remember. Said he did. But anyway, I was hoping to see him pitch, but no twins I, for me. I thought he pitched in the fifth inning. It was somewhere midway in the game. Was it in the middle of the game? Okay. Yeah. The one thing that I liked that for something that doesn't mean anything, uh, that was actually a, those guys were pretty intense last night. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It makes you think, though, maybe Scherzer said it because the first inning you're watching him, he's, he's locked in. Was he? Oh my gosh! I was thinking maybe he maybe he got the guys revved up to take it serious or something. 
Yeah, his his park, you know, and he kind of wants to win for his uh, league, I suppose. Speaking of, we all saw the real Bryce Harper. Everybody's <laughs> oh, home run there. Oh, yeah. What happened last night? Oh, that's right. He struck out looking at a pitch on the outside. <laughs> he Where was did it? call outside that last corner? <laughs> I called it. I saw all you got to do is throw him outside and he'll stare at it. What happened? He stared at an outside pitch. That's going to, I don't know how much longer it's going to plague the guy, but anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, any other impressions uh, you want to share with uh, listeners? Yeah, I got one. Uh, shout out to Scooter Jeanette for hitting a home run in his first career yeah. All-Star game. You know, the little guy. That was awesome. Uh, tied it up, actually, I think. He tied it up uh, 6-6 with his home run. What was cool, too, was there's a lot of first-year guys this year in the, in the All-Star game. Yeah. yeah Especially I don't remember guys, seeing yeah, that many. Like Chu and Marcakis and Lowry. I mean, Chu, yeah. Uh, Hap was the first year. 35, and he got his first All-Star he was 30, game. He's 35, that's right, yeah. Yeah. It was a nice back and forth, and that's what I liked. It wasn't a blowout, or it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first it seemed like it was a pitcher's duel, but – you know, once it. How did how did you guys like the the mic'd up stuff that they did? Well, I don't know because I didn't watch Fox because I can't listen to Joe Buck. I was watching <laughs> that Sports Center on there. Lucky you. So we got we got Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez calling it up here. That's awesome. Did you did you see the Fox one then, Amos? Or yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked what they tried to do there. I mean, the players seemed like they wanted to talk. Um, Especially like Charlie Blackman, who was standing out there doing nothing. Yeah, that was great. For the how high <laughs> But, uh, you know, it was fun to hear about those guys on the field. You know, Charlie Blackman did it. Francisco Lindor did it. Um, yeah, I didn't know how Harper fun a guy Lindor was until, until I saw that. And that was just amazing. I did hear the Bryce Harper talking about Trotting, though. That was pretty <laughs> – that was cool of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's At just, least he I didn't class, expect right? that. Didn't expect that from him. Uh, I mean, he would be wrong if he said anything different. That's right. true, though. I mean, well, look at look at the home run trout. It was a pitch two feet outside. It hits over a wall. It's just impressive. Freaking kidding me. I, I just I just hate how much people are getting on to Bryce Harper about that. I was like, well, he is the best. I mean, he, oh, Trout is the best of the game. He's just giving props. He is. He's the best player Stop in the saying game. Harper's Hands better. Down. He's not. He's not nowhere near better. I, I just I mean I get that some people are fans, but yeah. I just and I mean yeah you got to give him more time he's going 26 or whatever his age is but still yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna catch a guy like Trout he's going all timer yeah. no yeah he's good but um yeah I I really like the mic up I, I don't know what they're gonna do to improve it I know they teased uh, something called like the hat cam or something and, and as a matter of fact I think yeah Trevor Bauer had it. oh was it Bauer? no Trevor what is Bauer. that on the hat a camera yeah. He was wearing it in the introductions. I saw the camera on his hat. Interesting. I don't know how that'll work. Like, I want to see them try to make it work, but as long as it doesn't affect the players it's on. Yeah, you, know. you don't want it to affect play. And that yeah. was the thing I was worried about, too, at times, especially to the, the outfield guys that might have to, you know, take a break into a, a ball that's hit, you know, or something. You can't give it to a pitcher. A guy can't be pitching with a right. camera. <laughs> Good point. You'd hear him talk about how I'm this fastball. <laughs> yeah. So, or if it comes back at him, he's going to hit the camera. You're going to hear some profanities that are going to be like, oh, we're sorry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you did during the home run derby. I heard Bryce Harper's profanity. Yeah, there's a lot of frustration. And speaking of, of uh, profanities, uh, this is actually a good time to toss it to you on that, uh, Amos. So we had some. Uh, breaking mm. stuff on uh, over the Twitterverse uh, as uh, 
Josh Hader, a pitcher for the Brewers, uh, had some stuff kind of come back on him from when he was like 17 years old. Uh, what are your thoughts on that and what's going on? Um, okay, so apparently when he was 17, I, I can't remember how old Hader is now. Um, not but, too old. <laughs> yeah, he's not too old. But uh, apparently some old nasty Twitter messages came out. Uh, some of them I'm not going to repeat, but some of them were simple, like I hate gay people. And, uh, you know, there was the derogatory term for uh, black people and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the, the thing I'm going to say about that is there's a difference between something that happened when you were a kid and if it happened last week. Now, if he was a professional and he did it last week, I'm not saying it's right what he did. What he what he did then was absolutely God, of wrong. I'm not I'm not saying what he did is acceptable. But here's what I am saying: if you did something when you were 15, you know, unless it directly affects you, it should not come back and bite you. You know, seven years down the road, I think the way the MLB took this was the right way. They didn't suspend him. They're telling him to take uh, sensitory or sensitive classes or something like that. Okay. Yes. And I, I think it's just, you know, I, I think that's the right way to do it. You, I mean, because we, we all do stupid stuff when we're teenagers. I mean, you can't, you can't really hold something. You know, you're still, you're still trying to mature when you're a teenager. You know, you, you don't, you don't know what you're saying or how much it affects you in the future. So to, just to, just to wrap it up a little bit, I'm not condoning what Hater did. I mean, it was wrong, but he was 17. He's now a professional ball player and one of the best closers in the game. And, you know, he apologized, and it seemed very sincere. It wasn't like, oh, I got caught, I'm sorry. You know, it wasn't like that. It was, you know, he talked to his teammates about it. They he elaborated and everything, huh? Yeah, they actually mm-hmm. interviewed Lorenzo Cain. And, you know, he was disappointed, but yeah. he he's not mad at it. He, you know, he, he just made the same point I just made where he's like, you know, he was a teenager. You, you say stuff when you're a teenager that you don't think hurts you. But yeah, you're on top of the world. You're invincible yeah. when you're a teenager, right? Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. You got to move on. And so I think Major League Baseball handled this correctly. They sent him the classes. They're, they're going to send him the classes. And as far as I know, they're not going to suspend him, which I don't think they should. So, I mean, so that's a that's yeah. one bit of news. Uh, Ray, did you have any news topics you wanted to? talk about uh the mike Matheny thing is interesting yeah so uh i was gonna talk a little bit about that too uh it sounds like the clubhouse uh was in disarray following a disappointing first half by the cardinals uh some dissension rumored and uh, i heard the words change in culture uh, as a reason upper management gave for the decision uh what were your thoughts on that ray see the only thing is i think it was just kind of a they're not perform. You know how it is in, in sports. It's like they're not performing. Who's the first guy that goes? Yeah, the coach, the manager. I mean, it's not like the guy was a bad coach. Look what he's done. He's had three seasons of ninety or more wins. He's won a pennant, yeah. and then he's the only manager in the history of the MLB to reach the playoffs his first four years managing a team. How about that? So again, I yeah, it's like you said, it's just a change of culture in the locker room. They just maybe, you know, they're not performing. They want a new guy to run the show in there. Well, thought on that is uh, the, you know, the success that you're seeing from guys like Boston's Alex Cora and uh, Aaron Boone in New York. Uh, teams are starting to copycat having those style of uh, managers. Uh, Alex, in Cora's case, it's a guy who can uh, speak multiple languages, and that's pretty huge in today's uh, baseball. Yeah, no, agreed. But uh, but I mean, 
you got to think of what's around him too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, look at Gabe Kapler in Philly. Okay. That guy's a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. His team, you know, his team's probably afraid of him, but they're doing well. Yeah, that's their their culture, their style, and uh, I suppose you have to get the kind of players that can uh, fill into that, right? I mean, anybody would manage well on the Yankees or the Red Sox. And my, this is my opinion. This isn't. No, like, no, no. This is just what I think. Mm-hmm. I just think he was fired just because they wanted a maybe a change in the dressing room type thing, not because they think he deserved to be fired. Because he's done a lot of good Davis, things for that did you have any, franchise. Any on that? Uh, I'm 50-50 on the firing. Like I understand if they didn't see anything improving when it came to the team. Uh, you know, people getting hurt a lot. Uh, there's alleged uh, allegations of him misusing players. Uh, you know, if, if things weren't improving, I can see why they let him go. But at the same time, as Ray pointed out, it's not easy to walk into a ball club and then send him to the playoffs four years in a row. Um, yeah. And then, you, especially, you know, he gets fired, and then you got other managers out there that, you know, like Brian Snicker for the Braves when he took over last year, the Braves were just god awful. And now look how they're doing this year. Uh, Dave Martinez, that's an example. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess I could see where the, the the management for the Cardinals are going with this. Uh, you, you can't really argue against it. Uh, it just seemed like it did kind of come out of nowhere. But yeah, and you know, I think it's puzzling that Joe Girardi's rumored to be a top candidate because I think he's pretty much exactly like Matheny, isn't he? When we're talking about oh yeah, style 100%. and everything. Hundred percent. So yeah, it's kind of weird. That's the whole reason. Like that's the whole reason the Yankees got rid of him because they were a young team, mm-hmm. so they didn't feel like he fit with the younger team. No. Well, we'll right. just see how the team performs with their new. Uh, I don't know who their new manager is going to be, but you have to expect that this is going to set them back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But. Yeah, time will tell, I guess, and yeah, be an exciting. Uh, time in St. Louis to see what they do end up doing with the manager's position as you got, you know, legend guys, Larusa, Herzog, my God, <laughs> how do you live up to that kind of, kind of manager, right? He tried. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic then. And uh, we're talking about, you know, we're at the halfway point here, guys. Uh, let's talk teams that uh, we're seeing coming in to here that that have just kind of shocked you. Uh, Ray, let's start with you. What team is kind of taking taking you by surprise uh, headed uh, headed uh, down the stretch here? No, not not so much what they have done. Okay. This team It's more more what they haven't. Oh, okay. It's Washington. It's got it's got to be Washington. Uh-huh. Look at the difference: forty eight and forty eight this year at the break, All Star break. Fifty two and thirty six last year. Last year they had ninety seven wins. To even come close to matching that, they have to win forty nine of the remaining sixty six. <laughs> the only way I even see them winning that division is if Atlanta or Philly completely just falls right off. You got to figure at least ninety wins to win the division, which means Washington would still have to win forty two of their last sixty six. It's just, yeah, they don't have the leader. They don't have the leadership in that team either anymore. Like Bryce Harper is supposed to be the big leader. He's he's not doing it. Well, I mean they are sure. getting going to be getting healthy again, and on paper, the pitching staff, yeah, it should be shutting down opponents down more often than not. But they're but that's the thing. Outside of Scherzer, they don't have an anchor mm-hmm. pitcher. They're middle of the pack, thirteenth in pitching in the majors right now. 
Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like they don't. I just, I'm just surprised they're as bad as they are. I mean, there's lots of teams that surprise me for what they have done. That's just the biggest surprise is how bad they've been doing. You're talking to a guy that has Tanner Rourke in his fantasy. Had him on his fantasy team. I dropped his butt. He's got 12 losses. Ooh, yeah, that was it that, for me. But that's my that's my example. That's their number three starter. Well, rumor, 12 losses. Rumor has it Nathan Eovaldi of uh, Rays has been uh, targeted for them, so that should be interesting. They got to do something if they even want to be remotely close to playoffs. That they need to land somebody bigger than Evaldi, I think. Oh yeah, they need bats more than pitching. I think they need hitting. Yeah, Strasburg is healthy again; he'll be back. You know, he he should be taking his next start. Like, I think they're te- as a team. I think they're hitting two forty four. Yeah. With look at all those Zimmerman, Rendon, Harper. Like, come on, two forty four average with that. Man. Amos, you seen any uh, teams that surprise you either way, wins or losses, or? There, there's a lot. You could almost say most of the National League, you know, they fall into that category. Really? Um, okay. I, mm-hmm. it, it's so tough for me to narrow it down to one, but um, I guess I got to go with, uh, I guess I got to go with the Braves. I mean, I've said it before and I'll just say it again. You know, they, they've got a, you know, still a relatively new manager, Brian Snicker, and it, they've got a rotation that besides of Julio Tehran, you haven't really heard much about. Uh, you know, Sean Newcomb is doing good. Pulte is stepping it up. And I, I, you just can't talk enough about the offense, you know, with Ozzy Albies and Swanson, Dansby Swanson's coming around. Freddie Freeman's having a great year. Nick Markakis is having a great year. Uh, Ender, Ender is playing spectacular defense. Um, I, I, I hope these guys make the playoffs, but going into the all star break, you know, they're, they're impressing me. You know, you think they would start to fall off a little bit, but, they're only half a game back behind the Phillies. And it's not because the Braves have fallen off. It's just because the Phillies are stepping up. And it's a Cunha guy is getting pretty red hot too. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's scary. But we'll, you know, it's, it's just, let's just hope they, let's just hope they hold out, you know, but I'm going to go with the Braves for my surprise them going into the well, for me, for me, I guess it's probably the Oakland athletics. Uh, they've won 15 of their last 19. They're within three games of the second wild card spot, eight games out of first place. Uh, we got the magnificent Matt's Chapman and Olson looking like franchise guys, Jed Lowry. Again, I'm just super excited that he got to the all-star game and yeah, that pitching staff's continuing to see guys coming off the disabled list. So I guess, uh, that's going to be my, my team to watch here. For sure, we got other teams to watch, too. Uh, guys, here coming down the stretch, you got some predictions coming down the stretch here. We'll start with Amos. Predictions, as in to uh, what? What yeah, pick, pick some teams or talk about what teams, teams you think you should watch in the second yeah. half? Well, I know they're not going to one team. I know that's not going to make the playoffs this year, but I'm going to be watching them a lot. In any, anyway, it's the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, if they don't do a lot at the trade deadline, I want to see how these hitters keep developing. I want to see how hot Scooter Jeanette can stay. I wanted to see if Joey Votto can keep going. And, you know, I just want to watch this team and see if this is just a trend that they're doing or if this is finally where they turn the corner and start to be, you know, a little more relevant. Because they're only 10 games under 500 right now. When they started off, like, what, 8-22? and 22? Yeah, 8-23, and 23, I think. 8-23? and 23. But, I mean, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs, but I think they're a very exciting team to watch. For sure, get it. Got uh, the Twins uh, that I've been watching, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, what's most interesting about them to me is they've got Dozier and Maurer. And uh, 
Now that Machado's going to the Dodgers now, do the Brewers step in and get Dozier? Do the Twins let Maurer hit free agency, give him the money Maurer had to Dozier instead for a new deal? That's kind of what I'm hoping for. <laughs> uh, you got Fernando Rodney probably going to Boston is kind of a big rumor. And uh, Irvin Santana's contract, a million dollars uh, buyout for the guy if they can't get what they want from. So, you know, shop the guy around. I don't think anybody's going to want to eat Lance Lynn's $12 million. And you got Morrison, Escobar, and Zach Duke, also tradable guys. I prefer to keep Escobar, but I guess Philly's in the rumor mill to get him in a trade. So I guess we'll see. Ray? Uh, I actually have two teams that I think everybody should watch. Okay. St. Louis is one, just because the Matheny thing. It's like, are they going to get a spark with the new guy, or is the whole Matheny firing going to backfire? They're going to hire a guy yeah. Doesn't have the team, and then they're only. It's like it's. It's not like they're way out of it. They're seven and a half back of the division, four back a wild card, so they can still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But is it going to be a guy that can't get the room, inexperienced with the guys, didn't start the year, and then St. Louis just nose dives out, and then the Dodgers, even though they're adding Machado, mm-hmm. I still think they need a guy like a Degrom type guy, which they're not going to get now, but they they don't have an anchor behind Kershaw. So I'm going to be very interested to see if the pitching they do have, if it stays the same, if it's going to be enough to propel them over a team like Houston. Kind of a hill type of pitcher to, to back Kershaw. Even even that I don't think is good enough when you oh. got to go against a team like the Yankees, the Red Sox, Houston. Hey, speaking of the Yankees, I did have a, uh, a listener question. I got a question for you guys. Do you think the Yankees will be will make the World Series this year with all the AL teams that are stacked? You guys haven't got any thoughts on that for this listener? Um, they're going to continue to dominate, and it depends on what they do at the deadline. Uh, that that offense is not going to slow down. Um, I, I still don't know if they're going to beat Boston, but they're the Yankees are going to stay hot, and everyone should fear them when you face them. That's, that's just my short thinking on it. Yeah, I agree. The, the offense, they don't really need anything. If they get Moustakis for first base, like I've been hearing, yeah. that's huge. It's going to all depend on what they do with the pitching. Like, if they land a guy like DeGrom, that's, that, that rotation is going to be disgusting, too. Would, would Hap be better than DeGrom, or don't you think the Blue Jays are selling now? I mean, they'd probably – although the Jays are selling for sure. I think they would get Hap for a lot less than a guy like DeGrom, so I could see him possibly being the choice they make. He's going to cost you a lot less than Jake DeGrom would. I got one more team to watch for you guys, too. Uh, I'm just fascinated by the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> uh, Guillermo Heredia, he's batting a buck 75 in his last 41 games, so that's not going to get the job done in center field. So I think if Seattle doesn't find a train par- uh, trade partner for a quality center fielder and get some games won before August 14, uh, they're done. So you guys, you guys know what's happening August 14 in Seattle? Uh, I am unaware, actually. Yeah, me too. Rob, I'm Robinson Cano comes back from suspension. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So D Gordon right. can move back to center. What puzzles me, though, I saw a report that uh, $6 million is off the cap now because of the suspension. That's, that's kind of weird to me. So they'd have. Yeah, you would think you'd have to pay it still. Yeah, I guess. That's weird. I wouldn't have thought that. But anyway, so uh, pitching rotation, you got Wade LeBlanc's performance is kind of surprising. I hadn't been catching that either. Uh, I didn't even know about this Marco Gonzalez, 3.41 ERA. He's got 10 wins. 
I've never, hmm. I've never heard of them. Yeah. No, Marco me neither. That's a starter. Uh, so First yeah, time heard <laughs> I got to start watching the Seattle Mariners because these guys are popping up in these things I've been reading. I'm like, who are these guys? So you're going to have Paxton uh, and King Felix, hopefully back. They got bad backs and, uh, you can check out a great report uh, if you guys want to. It's a uh, Greg Johns uh, is the name of the guy, uh, MLB.com report that he did uh, on the Mariners that I'm getting this from. So thanks to him. Uh, let's see. Sorry, sorry to interrupt yeah, you please. there. But I'm on MLB. I'm looking right now. It says breaking Machado to Dodgers complete. So it's out. It is official. Okay. So Good Dodgers according to this. soaked up another superstar just to lose in the playoffs again. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, I that's what, like wait. I said. I don't. I don't think they have the pitching to do it. They needed a pitcher more than a guy like Machado. I think their offense was fine. They would have been better to go after a guy like Degrom. Yeah. If I could, if I, if I could add one more comment to AL West real quick. Um, yeah. You know, you said you were watching the Mariners, and you know the A. I mean, everybody knows why the A's are doing better, right? Yep. Because they have the best pitcher of all time, Edwin Jackson, on their team. <laughs> and he's actually won both of his starts. So, mm. Oh, he's had, he's had two starts there? Okay. Yeah. He's the GOAT. Yeah, he's the reason they're doing good, I'm telling you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they will be fun. The whole ALS would be a lot more fun if uh, if the Angels and Rangers were doing better, too. But, yeah, you know, Astros, A's, and Mariners, we'll, we'll settle for that for now. It should be exciting. I can't honestly. Oakland, Oakland. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I still couldn't tell you why they're so good. They're just, <laughs> I just wonder. Second half, is it going to be like it's going to fizz out, and it was a Cinderella first half, or, I mean, they're three back of the wild card. I feel like so. it was in two thousand two, and they're red hot, and my twins come and beat them. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just interested. They're only three back of Seattle for second wild card, so we'll see. That's that's what I was saying. Whoever you know, we, we all know what the AL playoff picture is looking like. You know, let's just just as the standings are sitting right now. You know, Boston the AL East, Cleveland the AL Central, and then Houston's going to win the West. And you know, the Yankees are going to get the first wild card spot. So yeah. pretty much, yeah. Seattle as of right now speaking, Seattle and Oakland are the only two yeah. other. They really do look like the battle. I, I'm still holding out hope for my Twins, but I just I, just, I, just, I don't think so. <laughs> Possible, but I I wouldn't put any money on it no it's interesting though i mean remembering this time last year i can remember the twins getting to a seller mode and they got rid of kinsler and then all of a sudden they're back in it and they're like oh bye bye and they get some guys yeah. in <laughs> it's just like damn it why don't you give away kinsler you bastards yeah really Did they recall buxton and snow back yet us uh, so buxton will be back very soon uh they're still working on sano apparently uh i don't really know what's going on with him i gotta read some more uh, on him, but Buxton and Irvin Santana will be back too, guys. And they they've got uh, Polanco back at short now. Yeah, he just uh, started up again, so that should be interesting to see if he gets hot. Maybe anyway, you can't, maybe you can't count out the Twins yet. <laughs> hey, it's early. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Open. Like maybe you can't. Count it's early. Yet. Eight games is is not too much. Okay, uh, let's let's talk about uh, a piece uh, that was authored by Ben Lindbergh in the Ringer. Uh, it's a uh, baseball publication apparently uh it's installing the designated hitter in the national league and uh i'll get your guys's takes first i got a couple of other ones i'm going to read too but what are your guys's thoughts on the designated hitter in the national league uh ray i think you kind of brought this topic up i mean uh, i like it i like the whole you know it's it's pure baseball i feel like when the pitcher's got to earn it too 
the only thing is there's so much money invested in these guys nowadays that I, I just think it's it's going to happen. It's a matter of time before it's a league-wide DH thing. You, like, you, you telling me that Washington wants Max Scherzer hitting and running, <laughs> risking pulling his leg, mm-hmm. you know, pulling a hamstring, breaking an ankle. I just, yeah, like I said, there's just so much money in these guys. I think it's going to be inevitable that it's league-wide DH. Okay, Amos? I'm 50-50 on it. Uh, you know, I... I... I can see the arguments for both sides. Uh, you don't want it because it takes away some of the – allegedly it will take away some of the strategy for when the pitchers come to hit. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, would it make both leagues a little more competitive if they both had the DH instead of, you know, bases loaded, two out, and then the pitcher's up? Right. Yeah. You know, or bases loaded, two out, and, you know, for the Cubs' sake, you'd have Schorber up. Or for the Brewers, you would have Braun up. Or – you know, someone that can hit. And so I, I would like to see them try it. I really would. I would like to see them dedicate a season just to try the DH in the National League. And at the end of the year, every player would get to vote on it. I mean, let's just make it simple. Let's cut out the red tape. Let's cut out the middleman. Let the players try it for a year. And, you know, I mean, the major details be worked out by Major League Baseball. But let the players in the National League try it out for a year. Mm-hmm. And then they'll mm-hmm. get the votes from the coaches and the players, and just whatever happens happens. If they don't like it, keep it how it is, and if they do like it, work on getting it implemented. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of some of the thoughts. Uh, a similar thought. One of the the responses that I got to this question in our fantasy baseball uh, page. Uh, well, one guy said he thought the DH should be available to replace any player in the lineup. Uh, for instance, you got an Otani or a. Madison Bumgarner that can actually swing, but then you got a catcher or a shortstop that's a liability at the plate. Let the pitcher hit, have the DH swing in place of the other guy. Another guy said uh, the DH is artificial and stupid. Players should be able to execute both <laughs> offensively and defensively, especially with modern era salaries. Besides, when you have a pitcher that's just, just dangerous enough at the plate, it adds a bunch of strategy wrinkles. And he says if the excuse is that pitchers don't need to hit between middle school and the National League, then let's change that. It does our kids a disservice. The DL constitutes a massive dilution of the game, and he hates it. And then uh, the last guy says he personally likes the DH that exists in one league and not the other, kind of along what you're seeing, uh, Amos, I think. Uh, He says it's a wrinkle that makes MLB unique from the other major sports leagues. He loves watching how the teams adjust during the World Series, and personally, he loves the DH, but thinks that it's great the NL doesn't have it. And uh, he compares it. And I thought this was great. Uh, when you're watching pro sports, he never tunes into the NBA to watch Shaq shoot three-pointers or the NFL <laughs> to watch quarterbacks make t- the tackle. And he knows baseball is different, but most of the time watching a pitcher hits fairly awkward like that. And he doesn't see why it always has to be a raging debate. Like it either needs to be axed altogether or implemented in both. Keep it the way it is, basically, is what he's saying. I mean, those are all valid points. Yeah, all good arguments. I mean, the only thing I would say about the um, the case uh, against pitchers hitting uh, Otani. Okay. You know, I mean. Injury? Injury. I mean, you do, like, just like what Ray said, you know, the, you, you risk their injury if you do what you're doing to Otani. I think it was uh, the DH swap you were talking about there, you know, letting pitchers hit. But it, it it's it's nice to see. Like when John Lester hit a three-run home run a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That was exciting mm-hmm. to see. Or mm-hmm. when Bumgarner hit a home run, you know, or 
when Max Scherzer legged out an infield single, something that Bryce Harper couldn't do. Or when Bartolo Colon hits a home run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. nuts. But, I mean, it's it's exciting stuff like that. But, you know, that that's a very good point. You know, 90% of the time it's just them either taking pitches or striking out um, or sacrificing. But it's it's such a hard thing to, side, to take one side on. That's why I just I agree. try it. I just think, like like I said, you pay the guys all this big money to pitch, and then you want them to focus on hitting. So a guy like Chapman throwing a fastball, and then all you know, Scherzer takes a fastball off the fingers, breaks his hand, can't pitch the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Then there goes that big, huge contract you said. That's why I'm 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 for the DH personally. Mm. I just think there's too much too much investment, and the pitchers are too important to what you need. To risk the the to risk them hitting for, t- for today's game, yeah, for today's you game, it's it's a different game. They all you know guys back in the days did it. Guys back in the day also didn't throw 103 miles an hour. <laughs> or what did you say Green did on how many street pitches over Nin- nineteen? Just nineteen <laughs> fastballs, and all of them were over 100. <laughs> That's just insane. I can can't get that through my head. I have as fast as 103.1 was the fastest one he threw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And how old is this kid? Like 19, 19, 19? Yeah. Lord. And he's throwing 102 miles an hour. I don't think I could throw 80, and I'm 28. <laughs> I couldn't, I throw, couldn't throw 60. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't throw 75. Yeah, even that was setting myself too high there. Yeah, that's that's a stretch, oh, 80. Speaking of people that can throw or can't throw, it is time, <laughs> gentlemen, for our bum, no bum segment. All right, I'm going to leave things off. Now, bum, no bum, what do you say about Ioannis Cespedes? <laughs> Ray, you can go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I'd say no bum. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really have a valid argument for it, but in my opinion, he's earning his money. I mean, yeah, he's hurt, but. If, he can he can field, he can hit. If you would have asked me what he was like three years ago, I would say no bomb. But uh, right now, complete bomb. Just He's pretty much just taking up payroll right now, and he seems like he's in no hurry to come back. So, it, well, he knows he's getting his money. It seems like David right. Wright 2.0 <laughs> over here. But, yeah, but Ray's right. When he's when he's back, he does hit bombs, and he does have a cannon of an arm. He 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 makes a difference in your lineup. That's my point. absolutely. But like, he's got to get to the lineup to make a difference. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I'm gonna say bum. All right, I'm gonna have to go with Amos and say bum. Um, Matt's had him signed for four years, 110 million dollars. He'll turn 33 years old in October. Right now, it looks like he has the body of a 40 year old player. It's <laughs> yeah. Hip and hamstrings, uh, last big injury to his leg last season. Uh, but the throwing arm, yeah, he's you know, still one of the best in the majors. The guy has good plate vision when he swings. Ray makes a good point. Well, you know, when he gets to the plate, he, he makes a difference in your lineup. So in that, I'll give it to him, but uh, I'm still going to lean bum. Okay, uh, who wants to go next? Tom, I'll let you go next. Okay. All right, thank you, sir. I got one for you guys. Now, this guy's been around for a while. He just announced his retirement. How about the great and almighty Chase Utley? <laughs> oh, that, or no that's, bum? That's a good one. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go bum. Uh, 
just because, I mean, he's mired in a Dodgers team that's now added Manny Machado. So you still got Logan Forsyth and Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez. Uh, you know, just in, in his, uh, what is he going to contribute? You know, being behind all these guys. You know, slow maybe, maybe speed. Be, yeah, slow speed guy. Late in the game, maybe you're going to get, you know, a pinch hit. And when you've used the other guys off the bench that you have, maybe he'll, he'll contribute something. Uh, just because of his experience. I mean, his experience basically is the only thing that doesn't make him a bum to me. But I think right now, uh, just as a player, bum. I don't know anything about the guy, you know, as a person either, really. But, uh, you know, a lot of great years with the Phillies back in the day. But right now I'm saying bum. What do you think, Ray? Yeah, agreed. I, th- I think he's just, he's just taking a roster spot at this point. I-, I honestly, I think he played five years too long. He should have retired a long time ago. He's just, he's just been a roster spot since he left Philly. There's a reason Philly dumped him so, so easily, right? Yeah. Like, he hasn't hit he hasn't, guys, hit a, right? he hasn't hit above 220 since 2015. Oh, ouch. Didn't know that. His oh, highest average. Harper syndrome. <laughs> what, what was your take on it, Amos? He's an absolute bum. We got a unanimous <laughs> bum in here. Uh, he's a bum to me for one reason. I get that he was good with the Phillies. But it was still that dirty ass slide he did. Yeah, against yeah. the Mets in the playoffs. In the playoffs. I think yeah, it was Ruben Tejada that caught that, and it changed That's... the way that slides were implemented. And Fly he still to base. this day says that it's not a dirty slide. And if Why you're they... just, huh? No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. I just, I can't. I remember seeing that live, and it just, mm-hmm. it fathoms me how people are defending him, saying that wasn't a dirty slide. It's like, oh, he could touch the base, and I was like, well, you know what? He broke his leg. He broke yeah. Tejada's leg while breaking up a double play. Yes, it got broken up, but that was a dirty, dirty slide. And to me, if you just can't play the game right without, and there's a difference between playing hard and injuring someone in that right. scenario. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just total bum status. You know, it's a reason they call that. Here's here's the one we've been waiting for. I'm going to change it up a little. You guys did the one player bum, no bum. I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you. We've got time. We got time. So I'm going to give you two guys and you got to tell me which guy's the bum and which guy's no bum. And I'll give you the reason why I I did this. So I'm giving you Chris Davis of Baltimore and Ryan, (laughs) Ryan Tapera from the Blue Jays. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's the bum? Which one's no bum? Oh. <laughs> I, uh, Ray, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know much about the Blue Jays player. Um, so, I, I, can you fill, can you fill me in on a little bit? Right, Relief pitcher, new, okay, new I, schools, uh, right, right? If you guys can... don't, you guys don't know much, so I'll give you who I think is the bum and okay. no bum. The, Right. The bum is Chris Davis. Absolute bum. He's Thank a joke. I'll, I'll explain it in a minute. Yeah, that's right. Tapera is the no bum. If you look at his year, his, his stats, he's been on the team four years, 164 games, 169 in the third innings, 62 earned run, 330 ERA in his career. Okay. His, wor- his worst year was a 359 ERA, and he's mm-hmm. controllable till 2021, and his contract is super cheap, 570000 how old so, is he? Uh, 30. 30 years old. Okay. Hmm. Now, 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 Chris Davis 
is the bum, and I'm going to tell you why he's a bum. Yep. Uh, please, I, I know the average. That's one thing. Since Baltimore signed him for seven and one sixty one, this is his. <laughs> this is his overall thing: twenty sixteen two twenty one average, twenty seventeen two fifteen average. Up to this point this year, one fifty eight average. Now overall, his whole thing: three hundred sixty five games, seventy three home run, one hundred seventy three RBI, one hundred seventy five walks. 530 strikeouts. 530 <laughs> strikeouts. In, in three years, he struck out 500. He's, he's a bum. I, I like a swing, though. <laughs> when it actually connects, I like a swing. But, but, but look at it. Look, look at every year. 88, like 2016, 88 walk, 219 strikeout. 2017, 61 walk, 195 strikeouts. Up until want, this want, point. I want somebody to look up Joey Gallo's uh, strikeout rate and, and average rate and all that some for us, too. At some point here, or maybe I'll do that sometime. <laughs> but my just, God, Chris Davis no, I, to I me is the worst contract in baseball. 161 million for seven years to do that. <laughs> now is this? Now I, I remember earlier in the year they were talking about how he was heading for the worst hitting season ever. Is that still the case? Well, he's he's at one one fifty eight average right now. One fifty eight. Okay. Yeah. What is for the 80, worst? I didn't look it up. Who, what the worst was? 80 games played. He's got a 158 average. So I, I, I'd say he's headed to being in the basement, the worst players ever. I mean, when you say Chris Davis, you know, I'm not gonna lie, bum cross through my mind. You know, it's gonna be hard to find someone playing worse than him this year. Yeah, I, I still remember those two or three years ago, or you know, you're talking about and. Just the, the excitement of his long ball ability and everything, and yeah, and then you're yeah, mixing all those numbers, and strikeouts. And he's he's and just ball. he's a joke. I think he's a waste of money and an absolute Ooh. joke. Put it this way: the worst average, worst career batting average is two eighteen. And what is? Yeah. Let's look at what Chris Davis's career. I think it's like two thirty. I mean, get get to first base on a on a walk or something, dude. Come on, stop but, swinging. Uh, did you guys see too? Uh, just to change the subject a little bit here about averages and stuff. Uh, Sin Sin Su Chu's streak of getting on base. Uh, he broke. Uh, I think it was Josh Hamilton's record, or I can't remember whose record it was. No, I think it was Rafael Palmero's record for the Rangers, and I can't remember what the number of games was. But it's just like what he reached base every yeah. single game for how many games? The last time I checked, he's wow. I think he's on fifty-two games. Fifty-two, okay. I think because I, didn't I remember even look they at talked it. about it in the All Star game, and he got on base in the All Star right. game. Yeah, they brought like, up that, that fact, count. and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> but I think he's at fifty-one or fifty-two, but that's impressive, and it's something no one talks about enough. Yeah, yeah. don't talk about it enough. You know, you, you, have you watched Moneyball yet, Amos? <laughs> no. Great movie. Scott, Had- Scott Hatterberg and you know why. Why Billy Bean got him in Oakland? The guy Great gets move. on base, right? Yeah, that's the whole. Well, that's the whole thing they built the whole team around. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Cespedes. Sorry to just oh, jump in there, but Cespedes has made a rehab debut. He's playing first base. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did they get a home run. News. He got a home run and though. Huh? Ramos apparently is on the DL, so he's not getting yep. traded now. 
Oh, a lot no, of good stuff. Nationals not taking him. They'll probably get. Uh, I think Nationals go after Real Muta. You guys seen any other interesting rumors we can pass along? Oh yeah, I got a good one actually. They're talking about Brad Hand to Cleveland possibly. Curtin Allen's contracts are up this year. Where are you seeing Hand to? Washington or Cleveland? Oh, he he signed for six and a half this year and seven ne- next year or the next yeah, two very years. Very reasonable, very reasonable. Contract. So Mil- Miller and Allen are both free agents after this year. Oh, so that was an, that was interesting. Yeah. He's going to cost a lot, though. That's what they were talking about. He's big yeah. prospect quota for him. Big uh, big closer in, in the making. And then I was hearing come, maybe. Phillies are making a push for uh, Britain, too. Phillies now, maybe? For yeah, Britain? I heard maybe. maybe I, really hope you, I really hope you're right and he goes to Houston. That would be just amazing. <laughs> well, if, if Baltimore wasn't so frugal on the, uh, what do you call it, physicals, <laughs> he would have been in Houston last year. Right. The only reason he didn't go there is a physical, one of the prospects. The physical, and that's why we thought maybe Machado wasn't going to work, but it looks like it has. Yeah, they said it's getting done. So, I would love to see Britain in Philly. I would absolutely it, love to see that. Yeah. Because he would have a hand up on that division if he did. A struggling Nats team, Braves full of you know semi rookies, and then um, you know they got Miami and the Mets. So I mean. If he really wants to boost his numbers, I think he should go to Philly. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Britain against Bryce Harper it would be amazing. Strikeouts <laughs> can he rack up? Outside corner, you're out. Yeah, just throw it anywhere not near him, and he'll miss. <laughs> I mean, Britain's nasty. I mean, anybody's gonna strike out against him. I mean, I hope he gets back to his form pre-injury. Yeah, because he was fun to watch. He will. I think he will. He needs time. He's he's fresh off the last trade, so. And if I if I could uh, make one more comment about J.A. Happ, how much yeah. – we got enough time for me to bring this up? Yeah, quick. we got about five minutes, guys. All right, sounds good. Um, J.A. Happ. Um, J. Happ, not J.A. Happ. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm going to do that because I'm a Jays fan. <laughs> That's all right. Correct me as many times as you need to. Uh, Mr. Happ, I'll say it that way. Yeah, there uh, you go. <laughs> I don't want to make Ray mad. Uh, I, I, I really hope he doesn't go to the Yankees. Um I, I, I don't doubt his abilities. I really don't. But if he goes to the Yankees, he's going to see Boston. And Boston is going to mess him up. I want to see the Kenny Rogers syndrome, maybe. I want to see him go to the National League. I want to see well, him go there. there was talks Phillies are looking at him, too. Mm-hmm. Bring him I back. Saw, I saw the Cubs were looking at him. Yeah, they said that, too. I was reading that, the Cubs. The, it'd, be, it'd be nice if he went back. But I'd, I'd rather he doesn't go to the Yankees, too. Are I you hearing any, any other rumors about the Cubs, Amos? Uh, they talked about possibly looking at for some relief pitching. Uh, one name mm-hmm. that they bought up was uh, Gibbons from the Baltimore. Um, hmm. But I don't know how much there is to back that up completely. As of right now, it's just like, hey, are you offering Gibbons? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's just, just here for the bullpen. You know, yeah. Right. But there's hmm. not really a lot. Um, you know, the White Sox let go of uh, Bruce Rodon. And oh, they, they just did. sent. They just and, sent Tilson down too, and he. I mean, Rodon. I think if he goes to another team, he could be good again. Yeah, yeah. arm. I want to see where he goes. I want to see where he goes. I think a team could use him, but it's sure. it's really hard to say. Um, what what where these players are going to go? I mean, you talk about Andrew Jones possibly being traded before the deadline. Britain's obviously mm. going to go. Um. It's it's just going to get more divided. I'm just interested if Andrew Jones goes somewhere too. 
Where do you see okay. Andrew Jones going? I don't know. Uh, I could see maybe an old team, maybe, you know, shore up the outfield a little bit. Braves, possibly. I could see them making a push for him. If his price is right, though, that's the thing. Right, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Can't uh, afford it if you up against that luxury tax, you know, take the, those big hits. But That's it, why Boston but, is just going to be so interesting. And Anthopolis, speaking of the Braves, Anthopolis did say they're not going to give away a lot for rentals, though. Okay. They're not going to give away a future for rental guys. That's smart. Well, I mean, yeah, look at the way they're, they're coming up, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't be surprised if since he – I mean, I don't think they'll get rid of Iglesias, but if they get the right deal, I could see it. I, I think it would happen. It would have to be a blow your socks off type of thing, though. Yeah. I like what Ema said earlier about the Reds, too. I really love the way they're building. If they stood pat and added some yeah. pieces and stuff, just watch out. Watch out next year. And that, yeah, they will be a fun team to watch the rest of the year. I yeah, I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead no, go no. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying I'm going to watch them. Oh, I was oh. going to say, I want to see if they make it to 500. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if they do, that will be an achievement in itself. Exactly. Yeah. The way they started, yeah. Good point. All right, well, we're about out of time, guys. Uh, I did want to leave some time to pass along information, a uh, Facebook page that we've got going for the podcast. Uh, just search Hot Takes Corner Podcast, and that's where we're at. Uh, Amos is uh, doing some stuff, I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, it's coming along. <laughs> Work in progress, right, bud? Absolutely, but it is up. So you can uh, go to facebook.com slash hot takes corner podcast. Leave us messages, send us messages, yeah. you know, post to our wall what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, um, you know, how much a team sucks or something. It doesn't matter. Any, <laughs> any, que- any questions you got for us, you can put there too. Yeah, please do put questions. And I appreciate that listener that wanted our take on the, on the Yankees. And he'll probably ask us next week what our take on the Yankees is again. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thanks for joining me. Uh, and, uh, Thank you, uh, people, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking your time to listen to us. I hope you have a fantastic week, and we will see you all next week.